Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming the program author, K.C. Herbal, and he is the author of The Innkeeper's Son. K.C., how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I, uh, I'm a fantasy and science fiction writer, primarily focused on fantasy. I've done a lot of different jobs in the past. I worked in the movie industry, I built robots. Now I, I spend most of my time uh, writing stories for entertainment. I've got a series of books out now called the uh, Jester King Fantasy Series. The Innkeeper's Son is the first book, and it's the first book that I wrote and uh, got published. Well, tell us about your book. The Innkeeper's Son, as I said, is the first book in the fantasy novel series. The story is about a young man who has a, a secret past that he doesn't even know about, and he's trying to unravel who he is and where he fits into his world. All the time, he's encountering various villains and ghosts, monsters, giants, even a dragon that wants to eat him. His world is alternate Earth and the past. Might picture a medieval time where magic and creatures like dragons are real. So who did you write your book for specifically? I wrote this book really for myself to start with. I was about 25 when I first started writing it and picked it up later and finished it. But the audience I was writing for was a young, younger audience like myself. I was you know, in my 20s, and I always enjoyed fantasy for young adults and like C.S. Lewis and – J.R.R. Tolkien's books. I really enjoyed those. So that was kind of what I liked. So I wrote my book with that kind of target audience in mind for young adults that are coming of age. But since then, I've also found that my fans are actually the new adult people of 19 to 25 years old and, and older adults also. Many of them, many people who write me are actually in the retirement age, and they're just looking for books that remind them what it's like to be young and have adventures. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? I would say the message is that despite all the darkness and evil in the world, that good, things like kindness, loyalty, generosity, charity and love uh, and honor are, are important and actually can hold fast against that darkness that we see out there. I don't think it's experienced fully in the first book, but by the end of the series, that is very plain. That that's, I make that very plain that, you know, the good can't triumph over evil. Now, if you compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? I would say Innkeeper's Son compares in many ways to Raymond E. Feist's Magician from his Rift War series. Characters are coming into their own in a very difficult situations, and they learn a lot from their travels and learn about themselves and magic and their world and their place in the world. Tell us about some of the characters in the book. Well, the uh, principal character in the book is, uh, his name is Billy. He's the only one in the book who really has kind of what we'd consider a normal name, but that's mostly because he's a pretty normal guy as far as his outlook on life. He's youthful. The other characters, which I get questioned a lot besides them, are Sir Hugh and uh, Lady Meredith. I would say they are the, the supporting actors, you might say, for this, the leading supporting actors. Hugh's a lot like me. If he's based on anybody, it would be, I would say it would be me. 
except his life was a lot more difficult than mine. Being the son of a trader has affected his whole life and his whole outlook. He's not more introspective than me, but he's more morose. However, like me, he's, uh, he's very patriotic and loyal, and he places a lot of emphasis on duty and honor. He's a, a knight, so that, that's his lifestyle. Uh, Lady Meredith, the other character I mentioned, she's more – she's a collage of all, all the great women I've, I've known in my life. Her kindness and generosity and charity, they all come from strong convictions and the empathy. She's also had a very difficult life. Uh, makes, which makes her empathetic. But it also, uh, growing up without her mother's made her really strong. She's really a, she's like a force to be reckoned with. What can you tell us about Billy's past? Well, I don't want to spill too much about what Billy's past is because that's kind of what the, the book is about. That's a lot of what the book is, his discovering who he is. But the, in the first book, there's a lot of clues in there about Billy's past. And an astute reader might actually figure out a good portion of it, but they really won't know the full story of uh, his past until the second book, uh, when a lot more is revealed about him. And and then his entire past really won't come to light until the third book of the series, where his identity drives him into this new quest, which takes him all the way to the end of the fourth book. But that's all I'd like to say about that. <laughs> so tell us about the villain. Ah, Ergafell. He's a real piece of work, that guy. Pain in my neck. <laughs> he also he also is very an intricate character. I got to know him a lot writing the third and fourth book. He didn't really change so much over that time. He does go through some changes. In fact, he's kind of a, an anti-hero of his own in the third and fourth book. But he doesn't change that much from the first and second book. He's still got his same motivations. He's still got the same goals. He still wants to, you know... Uh, usurp the throne and take over and rule the kingdom. That's really his driving need is to be the ruler. He wants to be in charge of everything. He uses magic to manipulate people and overthrow their minds. And it's kind of made his modus operandi is to use his magic on weaker minds and manipulate them into doing things that they would never do. And then that, you know, basically opens the way for him. Now, the book seems to place a lot of importance on relationships. Is that important to you? And if so, why? Yes. I think relationships are very important. Uh, our relationships with our environment, our world, each other, even God, they define so many things about us. I'm particularly interested in relationships between parents and child, and especially the father and the child relationship. I think that's so vital and something that is kind of lacking in our own world, in fact. But without it, bad things happen to people who grow up without a father. It's really hard to overcome that, I believe. And if bad things happen to them and the people around them. Uh, it leaves a, a vacuum that's really hard to fill. Now, did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? Yeah, I'd say so. I, I'm an adopted child. So being adopted, I, I kind of have some insight into Billy's emotional state and, and his outlook at different stages in the story. At some time, he basically feels like an orphan. So I, I kind of understand from that standpoint the needing to be tethered to somebody, to a family and to friends and what that feels like. Also, my in my upbringing, my mom was an artist and my father a 
scientists. You can imagine those two being together. The way I express myself is a, is a product of their upbringing. My, my mom encouraged me to be creative. And my dad, he well, he infused me with the logic and discipline that I need to develop the intricate plots that I write. So I would say that uh, they had a big influence, as did my grandfather. My grandfather, he came from the old country, and he was influenced uh, by the oral traditions uh, that he grew up with in Germany. And he was just a master storyteller, and I, he always enthralled me with his stories. And they were so – he just had a way of bringing those stories to life. And uh, so he kind of he kind of inspired me to become a writer to some degree as well. That oral tradition that he grew up with, he he could even even when he was very old, he could recite poems and stories that he heard from when he or learned when he was a child. And then of course his own life stories. He was very good at telling his own life. What can you tell us about your genre and why you prefer to write in that genre? Well, I primarily write in fantasy. Uh, I do a little science. Fiction, I think I mentioned to you earlier, but my focus is on fantasy. I prefer to write in that genre first because I like to read it, and second because it allows you to break the rules of our ordinary world in very imaginative ways. I think it also allows me to get to certain truths. I think it allows me to express how I feel about things that maybe they aren't accepted in our mundane world as being true like good triumphing over evil. I, I think many people just don't believe that that can be reality in our world. They want to believe it, but they don't. However, they can accept it in the reality of, of the stories that I create, that that is a possibility, that work, you know, because the way I tell the stories and the way I show them both sides of the equation, I think they believe that those sorts of things, the things they want to believe in can be true and through the reality that I weave in the world I create. So based on your experience as a writer, what's the one recommendation you would make to authors just starting out? Never give up. <laughs> believe in yourself and keep honing your craft. Learn all the time. Learn from other writers, especially those who are where you want to be. If they're there now, you can learn a lot from them and get there for yourself. And when it comes to that craft, you need to write what you know is a big expression that's thrown around in the authors a lot. But I, I think it really means that if you want to write about something and you don't know about it, then learn it. Learn it inside and out, front to back, back to front, and really learn it and then make it yours so you, you can write it from a standpoint of knowing it. Uh, the point is that never stop learning. Uh, that is so key to everything I do and everything I write. I, I'm constantly reading and learning, uh, reading other books, learning from other people, and I'm just and I'm observing my world. I'm learning from my world. If it comes to the business part of it, I would say uh, I'll give you this bit of advice too, and that is if you ever want to start making money in this business, to build your tribe now. Never say it's too soon. You know, if it's not too soon. It's never too soon to start building that list of readers and treating them well. Make a connection with them. They're the people you're going to be writing for. They're the ones that are going to help you the most in your career. Make that list. Get Collect people who really like what you write and treat them well. In your opinion, who should buy your book? Obviously, young adults are going to connect with this book. The main character is uh, of that age, and he's coming of age. But anyone who loves character-driven fantasy – with uh, some depth of emotion and just a handful of humor, they're going to like these books. 
If they love adventure, they'll love my books. Do you have a website? Yes. They can find me at kcherbel, that's H-E-R-B-E-L dot com. So it's kurtherbel.com. You can also find me on Facebook. This has been just great. Our guest today has been K.C. Herbal, and he is the author of The Innkeeper's Son. K.C., thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Listen to some of your favorite authors every day, 24-7, by visiting theauthorshow.com. Just click on the book title and the player at the top of the page. These interviews are available to book buyers worldwide on demand. If you'd like to be a guest on the show and feel you could benefit by getting in front of your target audience with a high-quality media interview that will make a real impact, Visit theauthorshow.com, fill out the form, and we may be contacting you shortly. You can also visit our audio bookstore at theaudiobookmarket.com. Join us here next time for another great book and another exciting author on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorshow.com. Theauthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.